why does it matter that we acknowledge ourselves? I'm going to talk about what mindset gets in the way of us doing this, of us acknowledging ourselves, and some few examples of how to celebrate yourself or your achievements without spending money. Hello and welcome to Unsaid at Work. I'm your host, Catherine Stoke-Macy. I'm an executive and team coach and I'm interested in the conversations that we don't have at work. When is the last time you acknowledged something that you've achieved? Like an important milestone in a project or maybe getting a seat at the decision-making table at last or some positive feedback that you got in a performance review. If you're like me, you probably completely skip over the celebration, the acknowledgement part. And here's how I've just done this as well. This episode is going to go live around the one-year anniversary of the podcast. Now, that's quite a milestone. That's 52 episodes published weekly for a year. That's in the context that most podcasts don't make it past three episodes, and 90% of podcasters quit after 20 episodes. So according to the stats, I'm in the top 25% of podcasts based on a weekly download of numbers, but... Had I planned to celebrate that, any of it, even talk about it? Uh, No, (laughs) I was just going to move on to the next milestone because there's always another hill to climb. There's always another milestone to achieve, right? Does that sound familiar to you? I bet it does. So it got me thinking about this topic of how we celebrate and acknowledge ourselves. It has been a challenge for me and it's a challenge for my clients as well in coaching and in teams as well. So I'm going to talk about why it matters why does it matter that we acknowledge ourselves? I'm going to talk about what mindset gets in the way of us doing this, of us acknowledging ourselves, and some few examples of how to celebrate yourself or your achievements without spending money. Let me share something related to you whilst you're here. If you're curious about getting the, the code for hacking leadership, then you're, you're going to want to be in my weekly emails that arrive every Tuesday in an inbox. So here's what you get that's unique to an email subscriber. You get stories and insights that I share only with my subscribers. You get news when coaching spots become available like they did in October. I almost never put that on social media. I also put special offers like my lightning coaching sessions go in there as well. And the other upside is you get to feel part of the cool kids, There's no cost to being a subscriber. Here's what one uh, email subscriber said. If I could subscribe twice, I would. I love your emails. My heart beats a little faster and I get a grin when I see your message from you in my inbox. I know it's going to be good. So thank you, Anita, for the lovely feedback. So why not join 4,600 subscribers on the newsletter by signing up? If you look wherever you're watching this, there should be a link at the bottom for weekly newsletter and just a little click and you'll be on the newsletter. So I'd love to have you on there. Let's get back to our topic of acknowledgement and celebration and talk about why we don't acknowledge ourselves and therefore why we don't, it's not that easy for us to acknowledge others. I think so much of our dominant thinking in the last century has been about what's wrong with people. The thinking goes, if we can identify someone's weakness, then we can make them better. We focus on what's wrong rather than what's right. And our schooling and how we were parented really focused on criticism as a form of encouragement. Perhaps you can relate. I, I certainly can. My mother excelled at this. I remember the time when I had 95% in a maths test and I was feeling quite pleased with myself. And she asked me in the straight face of what happened to the 5%. And she meant it. And she's not alone in believing that criticism is one of the ways that we motivate ourselves and we motivate other people. 
our culture tells us this is how we become our best, by driving ourselves hard. If I'm not beating myself with a stick of criticism, then how am I going to achieve my goals? I had a client who once said to me, if I don't drive myself like this, and what he meant by criticizing himself, I will be a benefits couch potato. All the performance appraisal processes that I've ever been part of have been based on the same idea. What's wrong? How do we find out what's wrong with you? Criticize that so you get better at those areas that you're weak at, and then we can get the best out of you. When I was a coach in coach training school, we were taught the skill of championing and acknowledging the client. This is the skill that kind of calls out the qualities of the person. So it might sound something like, you are courageous. I notice your flexibility and your generosity, or I really admire your tenacity. So notice it's really focusing on the qualities of the person. And we would do these skill drills where we'd stand in front of someone in the class and acknowledge them like on the fly in a sort of drill situation. And I was completely rubbish at it. Every time I got into that position, my mind just went blank. And my coach pointed out to me that I wasn't any good at acknowledging myself. And it wasn't a skill I'd perfected internally. So how could I expect myself to do it outwards or with others? And I thought, and I think that was just completely spot on. So a little confession about how I got over that before coaching sessions. I'd spend 10 minutes writing down what I thought I could honestly acknowledge in my client. It was as if I had to learn how to speak the language of acknowledgement. And over time, I've become really good at it, but I had to train myself into that skill. I hope the story makes it clear for us that for many of us, acknowledgement is just a foreign, it's a foreign skill. And that's okay if you find yourself in that place. I want to talk about why does it matter? Why does it matter that we should acknowledge ourselves and we should have the skill to acknowledge other people? Enter in positive psychology, the whole body of work in the end of last century, and a new way of looking at the human experience. So positive psychology asks, what qualities help buffer us against stress and illness? How do we increase happiness? What characteristics of people are related to high levels of well-being? So notice the 180-degree change in focus from criticism and weaknesses to strengths. And as a body of work, it asks us to focus on those strengths and gratitude and compassion and kindness. And you would have seen this in all sorts of places nowadays. It's become very mainstream. And one of the ways that we do this is about focusing on our strengths is to celebrate and acknowledge ourselves. Because when we do this for ourselves and to ourselves, we build the capacity to acknowledge and champion others. But let's get back to like, so what? Like, why does it matter? Have you ever heard of the five to one ratio in teams and relationships? This is like a fascinating piece of work by the husband and wife team called Drs. John and Julie Gottman. And they spent decades researching why some couples stayed married and in positive, healthy relationships and others didn't make it. What was going on? They found out a few things, but the one thing that's put into this conversation is what they called the magic ratio of five to one. And translated, this, this meant that couples needed five positive interactions for every negative interaction. So five positive interactions for every negative one. The way to have a positive interaction, one way, is to acknowledge or champion someone. So I apply this to teams that I work with. If team members aren't able to acknowledge each other, they have no way of building resilience within their team for hard conversations. So we actually, I actually teach them the skill of acknowledgement so they can build up that positive bank account of in the five to one ratio. That can work in couples. It can also work with yourself, I believe. So acknowledgement can become a superpower, a force for your own health and for those around you. So that's why it matters. 
when I first mention acknowledgement of celebration to a client, they think of alcohol and nights out and therefore money and hangover. Uh, let me not stand in the way of raising a glass of bubbly or, or going out by all means, but there are other ways of celebrating and getting acknowledged that don't involve spending any money. So I want to share with you some of the ideas that I usually offer up. So there's four ideas. The one is share the moment and tell a friend or a family member. This might sound a little underwhelming, but there's great power in being witnessed. There's great power in saying to someone, hey, I've really achieved this amazing thing. My podcast has made it to a year. Can you just celebrate this moment with me? And the friend and family member will respond accordingly. I mean, that is sometimes just enough. Another way of celebrating is having like a celebration playlist, something you put on as a little ritual when something goes well and you get to dance around your kitchen or your living room or the car on, the, on a drive home. The third way is creating a little ritual. So maybe when something goes well, you take yourself out for a nice cup of coffee or you take yourself out for a solar date or you have some other sort of ritual way of candles or music or something like that, something that has some significance to you, ritualized process that you use to just acknowledge the moment. The fourth way is writing a letter to your future self. Now, this can be used in a variety of ways. There's a website out there, a free website called futureme.org, and you can write yourself a letter in there and then tell it when to send it back to you sometime in the future. You can write many letters to yourself as well in doing this. There's something about writing down your achievement and celebrating it with your future self, which um, I think is, is a lovely way of acknowledging and celebrating yourself. So back to the celebration that I've been avoiding and the genesis for this episode, the one-year anniversary of the podcast on Set at Work. I, I will celebrate. The how isn't quite clear yet. And maybe just putting this out there as a form of celebration. But feel free to email me and ask me where I eventually landed and how I did celebrate that. Let's you and I get better at acknowledging ourselves so we can gift this to our colleagues, our bosses, our, our loved ones. It's a skill that we have to do with ourselves before we can gift it to other people. Let's get at it. So this is your wingwoman signing off for the week. Mm-hmm.